Good morning. Welcome to worship in this first Sunday in the season of Lent. Special welcome to those of you joining us from home or from the springs or from wherever you are. That we are one body of Christ knit together as one people in one baptism across space and distance. Let us prepare our hearts and minds for worship today with our confession. I invite all those who are able to stand and turn toward the font. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the aid of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are in bondage to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed. By what we have done and by what we have left undone, we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us. And for his sake, God forgives us all our sins. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all of your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. Holy and merciful God, in the waters of the flood you saved the chosen, and in the wilderness of temptation you protected your son from sin. Renew us in the gift of baptism. May your holy angels be with us, that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated. Prepare your hearts, minds, and ears to hear the Word of God. The first reading is from Genesis chapter 9. God said to Noah and to his sons with him, As for me, I am establishing my covenant with you and your descendants after you, and every living creature that is with you the birds, the domestic animals, and every animal of the earth with you, as many as came out of the ark. I will establish my covenant with you that never again shall all flesh be cut off by the waters of a flood, and never again shall there be a flood to destroy the earth. God said, This is the sign of the covenant that I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for all the generations. I have set my bow in the clouds, and it will be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. When I bring clouds over the earth, and the bow is seen in the clouds, I will remember my covenant that is between me and you, and every living creature of all flesh. And the waters shall never again become a flood to destroy all flesh. When the bow is in the clouds, I will see it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all the flesh that is on the earth. God said to Noah, This is the sign of the covenant that I have established between me and all the flesh that is on the earth. The word of the Lord.
The second lesson is from 1 Peter chapter 3. Christ also suffered for your sins once and for all, in the righteous, the righteous for the unrighteous, in order to bring you to God. He was put to death in the flesh and made alive in the spirit, in which he also went and made a proclamation to the spirits in prison. And in the former day, at times they did not obey. When God waited patiently in the days of Noah during the building of the ark, in which a few, that is eight persons, were saved through water, and baptism, which this prefigured, now saves you, not as a removal of dirt from the body, but as an appeal to God for good conscience, through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of the God with angels, authorities, and powers made subject to him. The word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to Mark, the first chapter. Glory Glory to you, O Lord. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the Spirit descending like a dove on him. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, the Beloved, with you I am well pleased. And the Spirit immediately drove him out into the wilderness. He was in the wilderness forty days, tempted by Satan, and he was with the wild beasts, and the angels waited on him. Now after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God and saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. As the French would say, déjà vu. Or as some of you may have said, it's déjà vu all over again. Only this time it's not the phenomenon of merely thinking that you've experienced something before it actually happened. This time you actually have. We have. Since we began the year of Mark, during the season of Advent, this is now the sixth time we're hearing the gospel from the very first chapter of Mark. Granted, it hasn't always been this particular number of verses that I read just now. Nevertheless, we are in chapter 1 again, just as we were on the second Sunday of Advent, and again on the Sunday following Epiphany, where we celebrated the baptism of our Lord, and then again another three out of five Sundays after the Epiphany, and now here on the first Sunday of Lent. Here we are again, chapter 1. It's deja vu all over again. You may recall that the Gospel of Mark is known for its brevity. You may also be happy to know that I intend to be brief today. 
Mark doesn't begin with the genealogy and birth narrative of Jesus as Matthew does, or with an orderly account and and detailed narrative of the events of Jesus' life on earth, as Luke does. Nor does he begin with a prologue like John that echoes back to the very beginning in the sacred scriptures where the first three words are the same, in the beginning. No, Mark begins with a title, The Beginning of the Good News of Jesus Christ. I find this interesting for a number of reasons, one of which is that the gospel also doesn't really have an ending to it. Mark doesn't tie up the the gospel with a, a neat bow telling future readers, and they all lived happily ever after. The end. So I can't help but wonder, maybe that is intentional. Perhaps the writer intends for us to be drawn into the very beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ so that the gospel continues through us, that it is proclaimed through us, through our stories, through our experiences, through our hands and feet, hearts and minds, eyes and ears, through our voices, through our actions, through our words and deeds, as we journey through the wilderness of our lives, and as we accompany others in the wilderness of their lives. God knows we all experience times of wilderness, times when we feel like we're all alone, times when we feel isolated, cut off, times when we feel as though we're being tested or tempted, times of struggle, times of hopelessness, despair, or doubt, times of pain and suffering, times of overwhelming grief, times when we need to be ministered to. Martin Luther kind of defined the human experience by saying, we are all beggars before God, asking other beggars where to find bread. On the one hand, he suggests that all are in need of God's mercy, and that's most certainly true. But it also reminds us that Through our wilderness experiences, we are continually seeking and searching to satisfy a deep hunger within us and a longing for something more. And so just as the angels ministered to Jesus in the wilderness, I believe God sends us angels to minister to us, to show us the way, the truth, and the life, to point us to the bread of life, so that we can taste and see the goodness of our Lord as we gather at the table or as we file by to receive with open hands the body of Christ given for you, for me. And drink from the cup, the cup of salvation, the cup that has been poured out in Jesus' blood for you and for me and for all people for the forgiveness of our sins. Why why are we coming together as a community of faith week after week to receive this tiny little wafer and dip it into a cup and eat of it? Why? To be strengthened for our journey through the wilderness and to accompany others in their times of wilderness. From his treatise on the freedom of the Christian, Martin Luther also wrote that a Christian lives in Christ and neighbor, in Christ through faith and in neighbor through love. Let me say that again. A Christian lives in Christ and in neighbor, in Christ through faith 
and in neighbor through love. For me, that suggests that those of us who have been sealed by the Holy Spirit and marked with the cross of Christ forever, those of us who are God's beloved, we are now the chosen ones, the ones called to bear God's creative and redeeming love to all the world by proclaiming the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. As God's beloved, as people of God, with God's spirit dwelling in us, we are called, equipped, and empowered to love our neighbor. Not to test or tempt, as Satan does. Not to pray or devour as wild beasts are prone to do. Rather, we are called to minister to them, to serve them, to walk alongside them. In other words, we are to be like the angels that ministered to Jesus in his wilderness. We are called to to be the messengers of God's love, God's grace, God's mercy, God's forgiveness, knowing that neither we nor those we encounter along the way are truly ever alone in the wilderness. Remember, in this unfolding drama, this never-ending story, Jesus has gone before us. God is with us. This is most certainly true. Amen.
with the whole Christian church, let us confess our faith using the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified and died. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Please be seated. Trusting in God's promise to reconcile all things, let us pray for the church, all of creation, and a world in need. Gracious God, the ark of your church has room for diverse and creative expressions of faith. We give thanks for voices that continue to challenge and awaken your people, especially that of Martin Luther, renewer of the church, whom we commemorate today. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Creator God, you remember your covenant with the earth and all its inhabitants. Restore communities and creatures hurting from natural disasters. Preserve species and habitats endangered by human carelessness and disregard. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Almighty God, you know the human heart and our propensity to look out for our own interests rather than striving for the greater good. And so we pray, keep all who govern from the temptations and abuse of power and lead us all into the ways of peace and justice for all. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Comforting God, you care for your beloved children. And so we pray for all who suffer in mind, body, or spirit. Use us to minister to those who are grieving, those who are sick, those in pain or despair. Today we remember those in our community for whom we lift up before you, Terry Chapp, Chuck Dietz, Rhea Forum, Gay and Dal Haverlin, Jody and Doug Martin, Morgan McCrory, Jean and Daryl Nichols, Jeff and Gretchen Seamus. For whom else do the people pray? For all these we've named aloud, and for those who suffer in silence, in secret, or in shame, we pray. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Faithful God, you promise eternal life to your beloved children. And so we remember with gratitude those who have gone before us in faith. And we trust that in the fullness of time, we too will be reunited with our loved ones and dwell with you in everlasting peace. Continue to be with those who mourn the loss of their loved ones on earth as they entrust them to your good care. We remember especially Clarice Bates and family. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Accompany us on our journey, God of grace, and receive the prayers of our hearts through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. The peace of Christ be with you always. Let us share God's peace now with one another.
It's good to hear and see the welcoming, peaceful chatter between uh, one another and want to say a special welcome to those worshiping with us from home and our friends at the Springs. Peace be with you also. We have a series of daily devotions that are being distributed each day through our Facebook page and through our church's website and the weekly events email that you get on Sunday afternoons. Uh, But there are a few hard copies in the narthex that Pastor Ben has put together for those who um, want to take one home and have a week's worth of reading uh, before you. So please see um, Pastor Ben and he'll direct you to where those are in the narthex. It's also not too late to submit a devotion for the season of Lent. If you'd like to do that, please also um, get with Pastor Ben. Together Tuesdays, I want to remind you, is a new schedule this, this year. Uh, we'll begin with our usual time of soup supper, a very simple supper, uh, beginning at 5.15. And then following that, we'll, we'll have an interactive worship experience that will serve as the homily for worship. So our worship service will begin in the parish hall. Uh, we can continue to eat and, and have coffee and fellowship, but we're going to have an interactive worship experience um, beginning at 6 o'clock and concluding with uh, a journey from the parish hall to the sanctuary for Holden Neeming Prayer. That'll begin at 6.45. So if you're just coming for worship uh, for the Holden Neeming Prayer, you could come at 6.45. Uh, it'll be about 20 minutes to a half hour. Um, but if you want to experience the whole journey, you may uh, want to be here at 5.15 for soup or 6 o'clock for the start of the worship. Um, now, having said that, the children's choir rehearsal the junior cantors and music together are happening at their usual times, so those begin at 6 p.m. as well. Following worship today, the adult class will be meeting in the library with Pastor Ben, and they're continuing their uh, the lessons on the whole book of Mark, so please join them for that. But if you're um, wanting to be part of the altar care team, um, I sent out an invitation earlier this week asking if you'd like to stay after worship for just a very brief training on how we prepare Holy Communion for worship. And then if you'd like to be on a team of one or two people or or three people, um, you can then be on a rotation helping to serve and prepare for our worship space for worship. Um, Please uh, know that that will be a very brief um, training and then you can head to the adult class, or make your way home. Finally, I want to mention that we'll be receiving new members on Palm Sunday, March 20th. If you're interested in finding out more about our life together at Central, uh, please reach out to Pastor Ben or myself. We'd be happy to talk to you. Uh, With those announcements, we'll continue now with the offertory hymn. I invite you to remain seated.
able to stand. Let us pray. Gracious and merciful God, you bring forth food from the earth and nourish your whole creation. Turn our hearts towards those who hunger in any way, that all may know your care. And prepare us now to feast on the bread of life, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. Blessed are you, O God of the universe. Your mercy is everlasting and your faithfulness endures from age to age. Praise to you for creating the heavens and the earth. Praise to you for saving the earth from the waters of the flood. Praise to you for bringing the Israelites safely through the sea. Praise to you for leading your people through the wilderness to the land of milk and honey. Praise to you for the words and deeds of Jesus, your anointed one. Praise to you for the death and resurrection of Christ. Praise to you for your spirit poured out on all nations. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body, given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup gave thanks and gave it for them all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for all people, for the forgiveness of sin. Do this in remembrance of me. With this bread and cup, we remember our Lord's Passover from death to life. As we proclaim the mystery of faith, Christ has died, Christ is risen, Christ will come again. O God of resurrection and new life, Pour out your Holy Spirit on us and on these gifts of bread and wine. Bless this feast. Grace our table with your presence. Come, Holy Spirit. Reveal yourself to us in the breaking of the bread. Raise us up as the body of Christ for the world. Breathe new life into us. Send us forth burning with justice, peace, and love. Come, Holy Spirit. 
with your holy ones of all times and places, with the earth and all its creatures, with sun and moon and stars. We praise you, O God, blessed and holy Trinity, now and forever. Amen. Let's now sing the prayer our Lord Jesus taught. distribution this morning. I'll invite you to come forward down the center aisle, receive the bread in the form of a wafer, and then intinct or dip it in the cup. The cup has red wine or white grape juice. All are welcome at the Lord's table. This is Christ's meal, and it's Christ that bids you come.
the body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ strengthen you and keep you in his grace. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Generous God, at this table we have tasted your immeasurable grace. As grains of wheat are gathered into one bread, now make us one loaf to feed the world. In the name of Jesus, the bread of life. Amen. Amen. Invite all who are able to stand and receive the benediction. (laughs) The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace.